At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode number three, Adam Shine Podcast. Thrilled to be with you after a very busy week number two in the NFL. And it should be a tremendous week number three. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. Michael Rappaport, one of our all-time favorites. Actor, comedian, hot take machine, fantasy football legend. we got a great interview coming up with Michael Rappaport here on the Adam Shine Podcast. We are on fire picking games against the spread. We'll give you some takes on some games. We'll give you the Thursday night football pick. We'll go through the tales of woe for fantasy football. We've got three topics to get you started today. The Giants finally benching Eli Manning. The Pittsburgh Steelers being all over the map. And how about my Buffalo Bills? Let's start with the news of the week in the NFL. The New York football Giants finally benched Eli Manning. And I've been of the opinion for a very long time. I've said it literally for years on Shine on Sports. I've said it for years on Time to Shine. The Giants needed to bench Eli Manning a long time ago. Ben McAdoo was right. Now, he handled it poorly and had no idea how to deal with the legend that is Eli Manning. But And benching him for Geno Smith. That was a a punchline, pun intended, after Gino, when he was a Jet, got slugged in the face. But Eli Manning has been a bad quarterback, one of the worst in the league for years, plural. So it's about time the Giants made a quarterback change. But with that said, it is funny how the move this week, after just two games in the 2019 campaign, how it kind of hits home how the Giants really – don't have a plan. It underscores how they don't have a vision, underscores how the Giants just absolutely positively lost. I want to take it back, and we said this on radio, on TV, when Pat Shermer raved about Daniel Jones during the summer, in June, during workouts, and kind of left the door ajar for him to start the season, I screamed, of course, they should, in fact, start him. When you draft a quarterback with a sixth overall pick, I didn't draft him. You drafted him. You play that guy if he's ready. And the coach was telling us that that he's ready. Then Danny Dimes, as they like to call him, goes out and has a better preseason than Eli Manning. So there it is, another reason to play Daniel Jones. And when Pat Shermer left the door open on Monday, we said it in moments on the show, It was over. Once you do that on the heels of what McAdoo did years ago, it's over. That means you're making a a move. But it just goes to show, after two games, no idea. The Giants have absolutely, positively no vision. My whole premise 
start the season with Daniel Jones. This was Captain Obvious. Now, I would have never picked him sixth overall. I was pretty outspoken on that. I would have picked Josh Allen. And the Giants certainly can use a, a defensive ball player who can get to the quarterback. They don't have a pass rush. And if you were going to play Eli and say it was all about winning, which was a joke because the Giants don't have any talent, well, being fair to Eli Manning, and I've called for him to be benched literally for years, if you're being objective, and I'm always going to be objective, and you watch the first two games of the season, here's the order of the Giants' problems. Defense is deplorable. No players. Quick quiz. Name a player on the Giants' defense. You can't. They don't have an impact player. Pass rush non-existent. Linebacker's terrible. Defensive backfield is awful. That's been problem number one in the first two weeks. Problem number two is Pat Shermer. I mean, how in the world did Ezekiel Elliott, fresh off of the beaches in Cabo, get more carries in week number one than Saquon Barkley? What was he doing in week one on those third and one, fourth and one? He's running Eli outside. I mean... Yeah, have Saquon Barkley. That's that's just crazy. So we go defense number one, Shermer number two, wide receivers number three. You've got guys injured. You've got guys suspended. You've got guys who can't catch a cold. Odell Beckham Jr. is in Cleveland. So I would actually, for the sake of fairness, put Eli Manning fourth on the list on the tales of woe for the Giants in their wretched and pathetic 0-2 start, averaging only 15 points a game. Now, please don't misinterpret. I am absolutely in favor for the Giants of making this move, but it just goes to show, and we can go back to the draft in 2018 where I begged them to take a quarterback and they pretended they didn't need one. You know, we can go back to reaching for Daniel Jones, and I will always believe that with the sixth overall pick. How about bringing Eli back for this year? Well, you paid him $23 million. I mean, that's that's crazy. How about signing Odell Beckham Jr. to a contract and then trading him, selling low, trading him to Cleveland, and you have dead money on the cap? I mean, think about the cap charge for this year for Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. It's all part of this. Dave Gettleman, I'm going to do a reenactment for you on how Dave Gettleman got his job as the Giants general manager. Did you used to work for us? Yes. Will you protect Eli Manning's feelings? Yes. Congrats, you're hired. That's it. That's what the Giants have become. I mean, it's all about, it was all about protecting Eli's feelings. And that's why we're here right now. The Giants, they have been a dumpster fire for a very long period of time. In fact, dumpster fires have asked us to stop comparing them to the Giants. That's, that's how bad things have gotten. And please, don't sit here and tell me Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer, okay? If he wants to buy a ticket to watch his brother go into the Hall of Fame, he could do that. Eli Manning deserves so much credit for being unbelievably tough and clutch and dominant, winning two Super Bowls. But if you watched him in the regular season, for his entire career, he was above average. And since the last Super Bowl... He's only made the playoffs one time, hasn't won a playoff game, and he has been subpar since then. And one of the worst, if not the worst, quarterbacks in the league over the last three years. So listen, the only reason we're having this conversation is because of the Super Bowls. You know, Julian Edelman is not a Hall of Famer. Andre Iguodala is not a Hall of Famer. Andy Pettit is not a Hall of Famer. And please, Eli Manning... 
you know, if he wants to watch his brother, great. He could have a nice little weekend in Canton. And I'm sure he's going to make it because of his last name and the media elite would love to get him in. But compare and contrast him to the other quarterbacks of his era. You can give me the numbers he's compiled since 2004 and where he ranks in terms of passing yards, okay? Ask how he was able to stand up against those guys in specific years. Eli Manning was never dominant. He was tough. He was clutch. Won a couple Super Bowls. That's the only reason we're having this conversation. Eli Manning, all-time great giant, Giants legend, but not a Hall of Famer. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in the news, as Ben Roethlisberger is done for the year. He had elbow surgery. And now you have the Steelers going out and trading for Minka Fitzpatrick, giving up a first-round pick. Listen, I think the Steelers are all over the map here. I I disagree with this approach completely. And I'm one of those, and I want to stress this. I like Mason Rudolph, who's going to play quarterback. They picked him now a couple drafts ago in the third round. I'm, I was a big believer in Mason Rudolph coming out of college. I thought there was a realistic chance he was going to go at the end of the first round. We had him on our SiriusXM radio show. I said it. I'm a big Mason Rudolph fan. The Steelers' season's over. And you know I didn't pick them to make the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger. So without, there's no chance This deal kind of smells like Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert trying to save their job, job preservation, covering their backside. Now, understand, I think Micah Fitzpatrick is a young potential star in the defensive backfield, and that Steeler defensive backfield has been terrible. But it's like the Laramie Tunsil deal with Houston. They have to overcompensate, overpay, because of years of just futility and botching a specific position. I mean, this this Steeler team is is dreadful. You know, they, they don't have a legit running back. They have zero depth at wide receiver. The defense, even with Minka Fitzpatrick, is awful. I don't believe they're going to win even week three in San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan, they had it going on in week number two. I think the Steelers are going to end up with a top 10 pick, which is now going to Miami. What an unbelievable coup for the Dolphins this This is a mess for Pittsburgh. I told you preseason they weren't making the playoffs. They won't make it now without Roethlisberger. And now goes the crystal ball. I like Mason Rudolph. Is he going to be the guy? Here's the truth. Nobody really knows. Is Ben Roethlisberger going to be healthy as he gets long in the tooth coming off of elbow surgery? Nobody really knows. You can't bank on him. Would have been nice to have a first-round pick coming up to even consider taking a quarterback in what is going to be a tremendous draft class. So... Bad week for the Steelers in every possible way. And the third topic I want to get into with you, my Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, we got you back. Listen, I told you preseason this was my Cinderella pick, and I said they would make the playoffs this year, and I am all in on the Buffalo Bills, and I love Sean McDermott. He is a fabulous coach, great defense. They are buttoned up. I love Josh Allen, loved him in the draft process. We had Josh Allen on our radio show on Sirius XM, and, I mean, this guy is just so likable. And I told you that John Brown was going to be a pro bowler this year, and that connection has been absolutely incredible. Even with the Devin Singletary injury, you know, sounds like you're going to see a lot more Frank Gore coming up week number three against Cincinnati. I love this team. And I don't want to hear, well, they've only played the Jets and the Giants. Look, they were down 16 and they came back against the Jets. The defense punished the Giants in 
in week number two. And I said last week on the radio show and the TV show that the Bills defense would end the career of Eli Manning. I was getting a little heat for that on Saturday. I was light years ahead of the curve, beyond spot on. Listen, I, I really love what they did in the offseason. Brandon Bean proved the offensive line, improved the wide receiver position. They have a dynamic quarterback, an unbelievable defense. You know, preseason, I predicted not only playoffs, but I said that they would start the season 4-0. The week four opponents in Buffalo, your New England Patriots. I'm going to stay with it. Bob's shaking his head no, like he can't believe that I'm going to double down on this. I've been right on everything with the Buffalo Bills. 4-0. and oh. That's right. We're going to beat Cincinnati and then the New England Patriots. The always entertaining Michael Rappaport is going to join us. Plus, you don't want to miss what we have to say about the gigantic point spreads with the Cowboys and the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Jets. More to come on the Adam Shine Podcast. It's Shine on Sports with Adam Shine. Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. The season just ended for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have major issues with Ben Roethlisberger. Major talent issues on defense, depth at receiver, running back, head coach. Brutal news for Pittsburgh. Brutal news for Big Ben. Shine on Sports. Weekdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82. I am extra fired up for this guest on the podcast. Legendary actor, comedian, author, the king of the hot take, legendary sports fan, my guy, the great Michael Rappaport. Michael, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, Adam. I appreciate that uh, flattering introduction, uh, but I'm excited to, uh, to be on your podcast. You have the uh, classic, uh, classic Adam Shine voice. Uh, so, uh, what what better way to hear uh, and listen to you in, in full stereo uh, with your podcast? So, congratulations on starting. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but but I I've learned from you, right? I mean, you got <laughs> you have to you have to you you're doing everything. I got the radio show. I got the TV show. So now I need a podcast, right? I mean, if absolutely. Everyone's got a podcast, Michael. What is it about the podcast? I don't know, but uh, I don't know if I could say this on this podcast, but podcasts are like assholes. Literally, everyone's got <laughs> every Everybody, everybody, my gardener, my dermatologist, my, my, uh, the, the guy who pumps my gas, uh, the, his cousin's got one. Everybody has got a podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's, 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 it's a new, it's a new, uh, uh, you know, it's a new medium. So, and I was uh, listening to your gardener's podcast and my goodness, he brings a lot of good stuff to the table. Got to, he, he's, he's one of the best. He's going to be taking over the charts, uh, uh, soon. He's on the way. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's not just gardening tips. That's where people think it is. It's just gardening tips. It's not, <laughs> it's about life. It's about love uh, and, and all that's that metaphors on, on gardening and stuff like that. But, but let, let, let's get to it, Adam. You know, I know, I know why you ha- you're having me on today. Uh, um, it, it has to do with, with Eli, correct? Yes. Yes. What's your let me, take? Let me, let me, let me well, this is my take. Okay. Eli Manning will always be a New Yorker. He will always be considered a New York Giant. Um, 
as far as I'm concerned, Eli Manning should never, ever pay for a meal, a drink, a coffee in New York City again. Yes, there's been highs and lows. Yes, we could sit here and go, oh, he's a, a you know a, a 500 winning percentage as a quarterback. I don't care. Through all of the the flubs, the the, the, the fumbles, the interceptions, um, that's that's the negative. Through all of, of all of that, what he did when the chips were on the table, when every single chip was on the table, when the house was being bet, when the, the dog, kids, the pony was being bet to escape the grips of how many people was it? 10, 11, 12 New England Patriots trying to Felt take like head it, off, right? To step forward, to step backwards, to get that pass first to David. Tyree and win us that Super Bowl and take down the villainous and I say villainous with a capital V the villainous New England Patriots um he 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 would right then and there we're talking about you never pay for a drink in the five boroughs uh in Jersey ever again and then to to turn it around and come back and do it again uh uh with the Manningham pass Gorgeous, one of the one of the most uh, precision, uh, uh, you know, crunch time thing of beauty. Ever. And, oh, and and and, and, if, and 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 the catch. So listen, we we've had our highs and lows with them. In my opinion, in my opinion, Eli, Eli Manning, he, he he's one of the great New York Giants, despite his flaws, despite the fact that through the highs and the lows, just that I just mentioned, and I just mentioned a few, that is it, the emotion in his face rarely changed. We never knew. Is that a picture of Eli when we win a Super Bowl? Is that a picture of Eli when he threw three interceptions? You never knew. And it was, you know, and New Yorkers essentially were emotional people, so you could always read our face, read our energy. Um, I love him. Um, I was on the front lines. You can look it up. If you look up uh, Michael Rappaport, uh, 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 McAdoo, what was his name? What was the coach? Ben McAdoo. The hell was up with his hair, by the way? And if you look at Michael Rappaport, Ben McAdoo, I chastised him when he tried to bench him a couple of years ago. I called him McAdoo the wackadoo. Um, but I feel like now it's time. This season is a wash. Yep. Um, we have to make a change. Whether Eli stays or doesn't stay, I wish him only luck. He's a family member. Um, I think we have to see what this kid is made of. Obviously, you know, there was a big hoopla. No one knew anything about Daniel Jones, as I like to call him, DJ. Um, uh, that's, what, that's what apparently people close to him call him, DJ. Not very creative, but I like it. Um, you know, I want him to, to succeed. We have to move forward. I don't want Saquon to get hurt. You know, they're able to just focus in on him. Eli hasn't been terrible these two games. There's, there's You know, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. But we have to make a change. Um Defensively, you know, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna bench anybody, you know, we could talk, if we're talking about firing and benching, you know, the defensive coordinator. This has been embarrassing oh. how easy it is to score. It's it's pathetic how, how easy it's to score the Giants. So we can't point blame on Eli. I'm sure he knew it was coming. He's going to handle it with grace and class. Um, and and hopefully Daniel Jones will, will, will you know will wind up being a pleasant surprise for all of us because nobody was excited when he got we got drafted. But but like I said, as far as Eli, he's 
we, we, adoration, man. Like, I love this dude. I'll always love this dude. Yeah, we, we've had crazy times. Yes, he's, he's been frustrated. Yo, we buried Tom Brady and Belichick twice. <laughs> Two times, Adam. Yeah. Two, not once. And twice. They thought they were going to walk away with a perfect season. We, we, we made it into the playoffs a, a tattered, uh, ragtag, uh, and we, we we beat them. They they thought that it was going to be like, oh, it's a giant. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. So 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 sorry. You know, I, what would they have been? So they have six rings now. You'd have eight rings. You don't have eight rings. You know how many have six, and we have two. And you, you you know what? You know how many times two goes into six? Three. And that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. It's good math. Though. The fact that two. They, but, 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 but but mathematically, two goes into six three times, okay? Six divided by two is three. What does that mean? What does it have to do with uh, this, this segment on the Adam Shine podcast? Absolutely nothing. No. But those two, those two times, forever, forever. And some people say, what have you done lately? Your giant stink. I, what, these Patriots can continue winning. They know, and we know, and their fans know, and the whole world knows, twice. We spilled their blood all <laughs> over the field, and 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 as and as goofy as Eli sometimes looks, and as pretty with his chin, and his and his I don't know if he's got aquamarine or do you call him actual blue eyes that Tom Brady has, and that that gorgeous chin and that jawline. I mean, it's got, perfect, right? The whole thing is perfect. It was it, it perfect except for those two days. Yeah. Except for those two, those two days. So Eli, and I, and I mean this from the bottom line. God bless him. You know, uh, I, I hope I hope he walks out of football happy. He should keep his head high. He's a freaking champion. And as far as a New Yorker, he's one of the great New York athletes ever. Period. I don't care about the record. Period. He's our quarterback. To quote the great Terrell Owens, and 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 and, and when it all was all when it was all on the line, he did it. So. I have nothing but, but, but love for this dude right now, period. And hopefully it works out with Daniel Jones. Hopefully Saquon can stay safe this season. I don't want him getting banged around. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully this kid will, this kid will be good. And, I, and what better mentor than Eli Manning? I'm sure he'll be give him all the tricks in his bag and be, be very supportive because he's a class act. He's always been a class act mm-hmm. through all of it. So that's, that's what i got to say about him, man. You know, it, it's time. I think it's, it, it, it has to happen. I was very upset the way it went down with the McAdoo thing, seeing Eli Manning cry at the locker, looking like he's about to cry with McAdoo the wackadoo. And bench for Geno Smith. I was okay with Eli taking a seat, and he's been shot for years. Great New Yorker, great New York quarterback, great New York athlete. But the way McAdoo handled that was just wrong. Sorry. Now now you get out of here. Now you you leave. That that got you fired. You, You take a walk, my man. You don't do that to, to, to this guy. You, you, you figure that you do it in a better way. Okay? As, as we say in the movie business, uh, cut, take two. And that, there's no, there's, no, there's no take two. You're out of here. Bye-bye. So, you know, that, that's how I feel about it. You know, that's how I feel about it. I also, you know, I was rooting for, I'm going to just, you know, I was rooting the other day. Because I'm, I'm not one of these church and state guys. I'm a Giants guy. But I also, you know, obviously anything that has to do with New York football, I wanted the Jets to, you know, to, 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 to give it to Cleveland and all those guys. You hate Cleveland. I, I, you despise Cleveland. I, I, it's not 
despise. I just just always remember you're Cleveland. Don't 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 get ahead of yourself. Don't don't get ahead of yourself. You you you, you got lucky with the LeBron championship and and, and that was cute. You know, uh, Cleveland, this is for you. Uh, you're Cleveland. <laughs> I, I was out in Cleveland. I, I had a real salmonella issue. I went out ate a restaurant. It was supposed to be a great restaurant. Uh, I shouldn't have did it. I should have known better to have sushi in Cleveland. Listen, uh, it's Cleveland. You're, you guys are all hyped up. You're supposed to be winning the Super Bowl. You got a, a, a you know, beer chugging Baker Mayfield, backpedaling Baker Mayfield, and, and, and all this. You're all hyped up. You got, uh, you know, Odell, and he was great the other night. And what's going to happen now? Jarvis is going to be upset. It's going to implode one way or another. Uh, uh, so, so I wish Cleveland. I wish uh, uh, the Jets would have been able to play better. But they're 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 worse than the Giants. They're worse than. The have Giants you ever football. seen New York football like this this early in a season, Michael? As a quintessential New York fan, have you ever seen this? I mean, I have to defer to you, Adam, in, in terms of like, you know, both teams being this. To the level of dumpster fire, I can't – I mean, the Jets were – I thought were going to be fun this year. Sam Darnold gets mono. They couldn't even complete a forward pass on Monday night. The Giants are, are benching Eli. The defense is deplorable. It's a, it's a – you know, everyone's waiting for, for the Yankee playoffs to start. Yeah. I can't remember when they both had been this bad this early. It, it, we, You know – I thought the Jets were going to be fun too. Maybe they'll be better when. when what is this guy? Mono? What is what is this? I don't know what this is. This guy? What is this? this is our quarterback? What are you doing? You know what? Are you, what are you doing? And 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 I don't. It's six weeks. I mean, this is 2019. They don't have a shot they could give this kid. Uh, do you think you know? In in all seriousness, when, when he comes back, will, will will there be? Will they be better? How much better will they be? I hope he's okay. I mean, as, you know, let's see if how much weight he lost. I, mean, I think Sam Darnold's going to be a star. I think he's going to be great. But coming back from mono, I mean, Michael, that's that's going to that's crazy. And, and you know, I don't like them. Just you know, you got to Le'Veon Bell's an all-purpose, all everything back. Absolutely. You know, just handing him the ball in the backfield. You know, when you have nothing else, like get him. You know, get him. Moving, you know, get him, you know, you got to get him in the open field a little bit. You can't just hand him the ball in the open, you know, right there. He, you know, he's not, you know, Superman. He can't fly over people. I don't know. I, I wanted them to win. I want. I want the. I can't wait. By the way, and you mentioned that you wanted them to win. I actually have a very strong take on this. In the New York right. fan bylaws, it is okay to root for both teams. Baseball, baseball is a little different. Basketball, I think, is different. Football, if you're a Jet fan, you can't root for the Giants. If you're a Giants fan and you don't hate the Jets, I think that's legal. I don't – listen, it's New York. I'm not I'm not going to, oh, yeah, beat the Jets, Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Miami, beat the Jets. No, that's not how I work. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I'm going to put New York first. If the Jets and the Giants play, I want the Giants to win. But that's a, that's as far as it goes. I'm going to always root for a, a New York team. And you know, growing up in in New York when you're a kid, when you know you don't know what's what, you know, with the you know like the Richard Todd, Freeman McNeil, and obviously the the New York Sack Exchange. Like mm-hmm. those are you know, and then my father before that would you know talk to me about Joe Namath, and I mean, so you know, I'm never going to like hate the Jets. I always want to see them so see them do well. And, and you know, for me too, with basketball, I'm always gonna root for 
you know, I'm always going to root for the the Nets to do well. It's good for it's good to New York City. You know, it's they're 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 you know, I didn't I didn't hate them when they were in New Jersey. I can't just all of a sudden hate them. Right. Uh, when they're in Brooklyn, you know By what? The, it's good for Brooklyn. If you're in New York, how could you root against something that has to do with Brooklyn? It's Brooklyn exce- Nets, it's, you know. So and it's Brooklyn. You can't root against Brooklyn, and you love you basketball. Who can root against Brooklyn? If That's you're right. in New York, how could you root against Brooklyn? It's impossible. You can't do that. By the way, how did you become this fantasy football legend? I mean, that's one of my favorite things about following you on Twitter, Instagram. You're in the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League. How did that's you right. get so into fantasy football? You know what? I, I got into it, to be totally honest, through my kids who could care less about it now. Yeah. But they were into it. And then I got invited into the Stern Show Fantasy League. And then is it why, you know, you, I appreciate you calling me a legend. I like to refer to myself. Adam is a senior fantasy football analyst. So okay, the real sure. question is, how did I become a senior fantasy football analyst? And, and the answer to that is hard work, dedication, uh, respecting the craft, um, uh, and, and, and just it, at the end of the day, I love fantasy football. It's so much fun, and it's changed the way I watch the NFL for, for better. I say sometimes for worse. But I have such a more appreciation and, and such a more knowledge for the NFL because I'm not just watching the Jets. I'm not just watching the Giants. You know, I, you know, in the last five or six years when I when I really have, have honed my craft as a senior fantasy football, football analyst, um, like I know so much more about the NFL uh, as a whole, and I have so many players that I've fallen in love with via fantasy football. So I just, you know, I just think it's so much fun. I love the the trash talking of it. You know, I don't, I don't spend a lot of money like mine. I, do, I say, uh, Adam, I do it for the honey, huh? That's not right. For the money. That's huh? right. That's what, that's what I say. Um, <laughs> but, but I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm very competitive about it. Uh, but it's, it's all tongue in cheek, and I plan on winning uh, the Stern Show Fantasy Football League this year. I've come, come close a few years. Um, I'm, I'm, they, they call the regular season award the, the Michael Rappaport Award, and, and that's just like, hilarious. You know, winning the Eastern Conference Champ- Championship. <laughs> You know, listen. You want to you want to win the championship, but but me winning the Eastern Conference Championship or the regular season award, or as like they call it, the Michael Rapport Award, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, Adam. You know, my favorite movie that you were in, and your your acting credits are are tremendous for television and obviously for movies. Beautiful Girls. I I, I yeah. loved Beautiful Girls. And how about that cast? When you look back at it, was that was that just fun for you guys when you were filming that? It was a lot of fun. The cast was fun. So many actors that I grew up watching that I was working with, you know, that I became, you know, friends with and that, you know, in the movie I'm comrades with Matt Dillon, you know, was, you know, everybody loves Matt Dillon. You know, I've watched him, you know, since Little Darling. Yeah. You know, The Outsiders and all that stuff. And then to be working with him, you know, and Timothy Hutton. And Uma Thurman and then and young Natalie Portman. It was, it was a lot of fun. We had, we had a, 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 a ball doing that movie so it was great and uh you know it's a film that people still like so um, i'm proud of that movie and it was it was everybody got along everybody was excited to be there it was a fun time what's that rush like for you when you're on stage performing like you're going to be performing at caroline's on broadway new york city october 17th 18th 19th michael when i see a comedian in person I just find the whole thing mesmerizing. What's that like? You know, when it's when it's going well and you're clicking and you're clicking with the audience and you're in tune with what you're saying and you know, it, it it's 
it's like nothing else. You know, that immediate response, that back and forth, you know, comedy, the stand-up comedy, the unpredictability of it for good, the good and the bad and everything in between is, it, there is nothing like it. And and, and obviously, uh, you know, performing at Caroline's, as, as I am doing in October, I'm psyched. I've never performed at Caroline's. Um, you know, some people refer to me as Mr. New York. So essentially, it's Mr. New York plays New York. That's um, cool. I, I love it. I love it. I love I love doing stand up. I have such a respect for the craft, and I'm such a fan of stand up. Uh, uh, and, and I'm excited to uh, you know be uh, you know on tour the rest of the year doing it. It's 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 tremendous amount of fun. I I really do I do love it. And and you know and I love you know I, well, one of the things that I do get to talk about in stand up is sports because there's so much humor in sports. And I think if you know not everybody that comes to my shows interested in sports, but if you find certain areas to hit on about sports that can transcend and that are funny. I love it because there's so much weird stuff, funny stuff, the extreme behavior of fantasy, the extreme behavior of, you know, Jets fans, extreme behavior of Giants fans, all that stuff. Like I, I love, you know, articulating that stuff where, where the whole audience can appreciate it. And you can catch Michael at Caroline's on Broadway, New York City, October 17, 18, and 19. For tickets, you can visit michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Michael's on tour all over. You can also catch him in Washington, D.C. at the D.C. Improv from October the 4th through the 6th. Michael, you're the best, and we always appreciate the time, my friend. I appreciate you having me on, Adam, and and, uh, I'm looking forward to coming back on. Looking forward to it. And tell your gardener to keep up the good work on his podcast, and make sure you let him know I'm a big fan. (laughs) Absolutely, I will. I will. Thank you. My guy, the great Michael Rappaport. For more of me, Adam Shine, and who doesn't want more me? I love me. You can listen to me on my SiriusXM radio show, Shine on Sports. We always get the best guests. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Steph Curry. I mean, we live for this. Best guests in all the sports talk radio, best callers. It airs every weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. SiriusXM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. You can also listen to the radio show on demand with the SiriusXM app. Adam Shine, not telling you to wager on football, but here we go. I don't want to sit here and tell you I'm on fire, but eh, what the hell? Of course I want to sit here and tell you I'm on fire. I'm on fire picking these games against the spread. 10-6 and six in week number one, 12-4 last week picking these games against the spread. Bob Stu, of course, our radio producer, critically acclaimed, is with us as always. Bob, these spreads... <laughs> are wild coming up for week number three. What are we playing with for the for the Cowboys and the Dolphins? I mean, you couldn't have said it better, Adam. The spreads are wild. This game opened at 16 points. The world laughed. The Dolphins, they're on the road in Dallas, and now the Cowboys, they're favored by 21 and a half points. I thought about this, and I'm being dead serious. And I've said I think the Cowboys are one of the most complete teams in the league. You could certainly make the case first two weeks of the season most complete team in in the NFC. We had a great interview on Shine on Sports with Stephen Jones, their vice president. You know, he's raving about Kellen Moore. He's been great calling the plays. Dak's been great. Zeke, the defense. If the spread was 40, I would still pick the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> 40? Think, what would the number have to be for you to pick the Miami Dolphins? I feel embarrassed because last week on the podcast, I said 24 was the number, and New England just wiped the floor with I that. tried to tell you. 
You were so right. What would, I'm serious. What what would it have to be for you to pick Miami? It would have to be 31. It 31. has to be over 30 points. Think about it this way. If the Dolphins somehow get a fluky score at the beginning of the game, I mean, you're just chasing points the whole game. But I don't even know how they could score. Like, think about it that way, right? If it's 21 and a half, that means you would start at the beginning of the game up 28 and a half to nothing. <laughs> you're telling me the Dolphins can't hold a 28-point lead? Have you watched the Dolphins? Oh, they have 10 points in two games. Uh, unfortunately, I have watched the They're Dolphins. They're breaking it down to build it back up. By the way, I agree with their plan. So I, I think the Cowboys will absolutely cover and Bob, who is a diehard Jets fan, you know, he got a, a look from a friend in the office to go on Monday Night Football. Oh. I told you when Darnold had mono, you should have bailed on it. Well, first off, I accepted this pre-mono. That's he what I'm had, saying. He didn't have mono when I accepted the ticket. So you think I should have went back on that? Absolutely. Oh, but that's that's not being a good friend. Yeah, but I who cares it. about being a good friend? You <laughs> had to sit through that on Monday night. How oh, long did you stay for? It was so pathetic. We left at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Of course, there was a marching band on the field playing high hopes before the game. That was the best <laughs> moment of the game for the Jets. Because we got hopes so, living. What's the spread are we playing with New England and, and the Jets? Well, it's funny. This game also opened 16 and a half. The whole country jumped on this. The pathetic Jets on the road. They're 23 and a half point underdogs. The Patriot defense will outscore the Jet offense. But is that really a hot take? No. It's not. No. I wouldn't wear oven mitts on TV for that. That the, That's mainstream. The Patriots are allowing the defense 1.5 points per game. The defense only 1.5 points per game. And then now they wild. play the Jets and Luke Falk. Luke Falk. Luke Falk. That is unbelievable. I'm going to take both the Cowboys and the Patriots and sleep like a baby. So I'm 12-4 and four last week. We'll make all our picks on a football Friday on Shine on Sports like, like we always do. Now, interesting development with the Shine family picks for, for Thursday Night Football. We've got the Titans at Jacksonville. We play in Tennessee fair by one and a half, right? That's correct. That's what I told the kids. We're taping right now at 1.52 Eastern time on Wednesday. This morning at breakfast, that's what I told them we were going to play with for, for the point spread. i got to raise the kids right, make sure they know about the point spread. <laughs> so ready for this? Sure. And Jolie and I are 2-0. and Maya's 1-1. Theo is 0-2. Oh, so and he didn't get that mulligan. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> you're, you're four. got to learn your lesson. You, you make a pick, you got to stay with it. All four of us have the same pick. Wow. We're all picking the Jaguars. What? We are all picking the Jaguars. I don't like, and you laughed at me last week, and I was <laughs> right. I told you the Bucs were going to take care of business against the Carolina Panthers and Titanic Ron and Cam Newton is a shell of his <laughs> his former self. I could see, ja by the way, Gardner Minshew played well, and especially late against Houston. I thought he played okay. He played, he played he, well in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I give him credit, but the first three quarters he was I terrible. I hate road teams on Thursday mm. night. All the Jalen Ramsey garbage and nonsense. I could see him having a tremendous ball game. Bob, I am going to take America's team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think you're absolutely crazy. You thought that last week. Didn't the Titans just blow the Browns out a couple weeks ago on the road? And what happened last week? Well, they lost. And I was right. The Colts are a good team. Colts are a good team. The Jags aren't good. I, I think Leonard Fournette's going to be okay. Too. I think Fournette's going to be okay, too. But it's the defense. 
I don't like the defense anymore. Too uh, many losses. Telvin Smith retirement. Jalen Ramsey is literally trying to leave right now. You know how much I love Doug Marone. But you've got players recruiting Jalen Ramsey on Twitter. Tyron Matthew, team. Jonathan Abrams. America's head coach. Oh, the pride of Syracuse. Tory graduated just like me. The pride of the Bronx. If only Doug Marone could actually be on the field and play football, maybe I'd take Jacksonville. Fantasy football's next. Here's what's on Shine's mind. So I'm in this daily fantasy for the first time and week one I was excellent week two I embarrassed myself I mean I have 17 guys in the league I finished in 16th place and even better and this is my problem I keep having the answers to the test and I don't use them like what's the expression now you stack right the quarterback with the receiver right you got a stack so I look at it I'm like oh I got a great stack yeah, if I'm using it right. I got a great stack. For Is that sure. an expression? A stack an, it right? Yeah, that's an expression. Like, my buddy stacked Trevor Simeon. I had it. Demarius Thomas. I had it. I had it. I had it. I had Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Last second, I pulled it. No. So, I got to start just, first of all, I'm, I'm doing my lineups too early. So, I got to just Friday, react, have all the information, and just go. See, the key to winning is you got to stack players that other people wouldn't stack. So they're like underutilized. Josh Allen, John Brown. Oh, see, that's a uh, great one. Underutilization is the key to winning those types of Would you stack Prescott Cooper this week? I feel like isn't everyone going to stack against Probably. the Dolphins? <laughs> Brady. Yeah, see, that's too obvious. So, like, if they hand but the Brady ball Brady who? On, How would you finish that sentence? Well, Brady, Antonio Brown, but that would be expensive. So the fact of the matter is, well, everyone's going to be stacking against the Jets, though. Yeah. So that's not a good one. Everyone's going to take Tom Brady. See, the the real issue is How there. How about Jameis Winston, Mike Evans against the Giants? See, that's a perfect stack. Underutilization, but also they're going to they're gonna hit. That's a good one. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, do that. Do Jameis Unless Winston, I don't, Mike that's Evans. the one I'm going to do. You got to do that Unless one. I change my mind, I guarantee that's going to be the one. <laughs> By the way, I'm in the, the league with my kids. And we were going up against one of my good friends who had a terrible draft. I mean, just an awful <laughs> draft. And they clubbed us this weekend. Oh, jeez. So I'm 0-2. The kids are 0-2. Look, I don't want to blame Maya, but, you know, she's nine. She's the one who wanted Julian Edelman higher yeah. than, than we should have drafted him. Oh. So, you know, I, I'm not blaming the kids. Can't I, blame the kids. I refuse to blame Julian Maya. Well, it's funny. You know, one of your all-time favorite callers on Shine on Sports on Sirius XM Mad Dog Radio, Dr. Falcon, he's in the Shine on Sports Fantasy League. He auto-drafted. He's 2-0. and It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm in another league with friends from town 1-1. One but now I'm in that spot where I have Aaron Rodgers versus Jared Goff every week. So I think I have to go Rodgers against Denver mm. as opposed to Goff against Cleveland. Yeah, that's a tough decision. I got Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, so I go through the same thing every single week with Josh and, and Aaron. That's the worst at quarterback. It's tough. Well, it's good. It's a good problem to have when you have both. All right, so what have I learned? We're going to stack? Got to stack. You have to trust your guts yep. and always blame your children. Adam Shine, fantasy football legend. That was so much fun. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine podcast. Michael Rappaport, how how great was that? He is so entertaining. I can't wait to watch McCarolines. That's going to be great. Excellent job, Michael Rappaport. Excellent job, Bob Stew. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM On Demand. Thanks to our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple and with Stitcher. 
please hit the subscribe button, leave a review if you love the Adam Shine podcast. Of course, you can catch me every weekday on my Sirius XM radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Man Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening to the Adam Shine podcast, and we'll talk to you again real soon. This is the Adam Shine Podcast. Touchdown! For more from Adam Shine, listen to Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Weekdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, Sirius XM 82. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.